Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. So we always hear stories every single day. Something horrific happens in the world, and you think, man, oh, man, I don't know how I'd deal with that. I can't imagine being the parents of 22-year-old uh, University of Georgia nursing student Lakin Riley. Uh, she, I have, a, I have a daughter who's uh, 20. I brought her home from school on Friday. That's where I was Friday uh, while Jack Windsor was sitting in for me. And by the way, set your clock for March the 4th, 5 p.m. Jack Windsor will be hosting the Windsor Report five days a week from 5 to 6 p.m. Here on The Answer. But Jack was sitting in for me Friday because I got to go to my daughter's college and pick her up and bring her back for spring break to watch my other daughter uh, performing in a school musical over the weekend. And this story just, I mean, it just crushes me to think about this girl going out on a run and never making it home because this, I got to watch my language, but man, this this illegal immigrant who had been in custody multiple times from ICE, from New York City police, and he's out because, of course, nobody in New York City gets held for anything, right? You can beat up a cop, you can uh, flip the bird at the cameras as you come out, you can, it's just, we... We used to say we're a nation of laws. We're not a nation of laws anymore. We're a nation of lawlessness. Athens, Georgia is not Atlanta, Georgia. Athens, Georgia is a college town. So this young lady goes out for a run, and this 26-year-old person apparently just hit her in the head with something because they say the cause of death is blunt blunt trauma. To her head. But this guy's name is Jose Antonio Ibarra. <clears throat> okay, so any warning signs that Mr. Ibarra uh, might not be the kind of uh, character that we would want in our country? I mean, he applied for asylum, right? So some country's smart enough not to want him to stay in their country. He's in the U.S. illegally from Venezuela. And by the way, we're getting more and more tales of Venezuelan gangs in cities around the country. They're just, hey, why wouldn't, why be a, why, why, why engage in gang activity in Caracas when you can do it in Boston, Chicago, LA, San Francisco, Phoenix, New York, Baltimore, Cleveland? Like, where are you going to make more money? Which, by the way, in Caracas, they don't hand you a gift card worth $10,000 like Eric Adams will in New York City and not check it. So this Ibarra is in the country illegally from Venezuela. He was arrested late last year in New York City, but, oh, look at this, released back into the country. Customs and Border Protection documents show he crossed in September of 2022 into El Paso and was released due to lack of detention space. He was arrested five months ago in New York City. 
for would this portend that he might actually hurt a 22-year-old co-ed? What was he arrested for in New York City five months ago? Oh, for injury to a child less than 17 years old. Nah, let him go, Alvin Bragg. Nothing to worry about there. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp sent a letter to the Biden administration over the weekend. He says, as I've stated many times in the past, your actions and those of your administration have resulted in every state in the country experiencing the disastrous impacts of an unsecured U.S. southern border. More than 9 million illegal immigrants have crossed the border since you took office, while an additional unknown number of migrants who were not detained and processed have also entered, while at least 58 people on the terror watch list have been encountered between points of entry this fiscal year alone. By the way, Barr's brother Diego was also arrested while they were looking for the first Ibarra, the murdering Ibarra. They found the other Ibarra, and they've charged him with illegally possessing a fraudulent U.S. permanent resident card. Wow. Uh, Here is Brian Kemp, Georgia governor. This is what we've been asking for, and this is what we've been talking about for over two years now. Uh, In a recent September letter that the Republican governors wrote to the president and the administration, you know, who are these people? Where are you sending them? And we have yet to receive that information. And now something like this happens. Now, the reporting on this incident has been interesting because the Associated Press has uh, found a unique way to position this murder. uh, Pointing out, here's the headline on the AP story. The killing of a nursing student out for a run highlights the fears of solo female athletes. Was uh, illegal immigrant in there anywhere? Illegal alien in there anywhere? Was murder in there anywhere? No. The killing, the killing of a nursing student out for a run highlights the fears of solo female athletes. Oh. The implication is much more there on the runner than it is on the person who murdered her. Now, this hits home with Mary Catherine Hamm, who you'll see as a Fox commentator formerly of CNN until she told the truth, and CNN said, well, you can't work here if you're going to do that. So they got rid of M.K. Hamm, <clears throat> and she used to go to the University of Georgia, and she used to run on this very bike path, or this very path through the woods, and uh, she finds the media portrayal of this particular issue reprehensible, as do I. The media needs to talk about the facts of the case. And many sources are sort of uh, just leaving out uh, that this person was in the country illegally and did have arrests already on the books in his past inside the country. He crossed illegally. He then says he wants to apply for asylum. He's in New York. He's arrested partly for endangering a child. Uh, And then he's released because in New York, you're released very quickly and nothing gets to ICE. So I'm just curious, like, I know they're leaving the border wide open. I know it's intentional. I know they don't care at all about Lake and Riley. Not one little bit. There's not one tear shed. KJP will get up there today and lie. And, oh, our prayers are with She doesn't pray. Like, there's not one single Christian in the Biden administration. Not one. You couldn't be an authentic Christian and work in that godless, captured, evil administration. Impossible. But what is their, like, what is the purpose of this? 
Like, and I, the the number one purpose that I think it is is just to turn the country, specifically Texas, to turn it Democrat. Because if they get Texas electoral votes as a permanent fixture in the Democratic Party, the Republicans will never win another presidential election. Never. California used to be up for grabs. Now it's a monster automatic for the Democratic Party. So is New York. They get New York, Texas, and California. It's over. It's game over. We'll never have another Republican president. And they always say that's not the end game. Biden and his henchmen are untouchable from these people. They live in Pelosi and the others. They live in their protected palaces, Maxine Waters, Gavin Newsom, all of them. They can't be touched by the consequences of their policies, which, by the way, is the epitome of a dictator. It is the epitome of a dictator, somebody who cannot be touched by the ineptitude, by the evil of their policies. Now, we have news on the Fonnie Willis front. Uh, Fonnie Willis, who captured the headlines, was it uh, more than a week ago in Georgia, the uh, Atlanta district attorney? Lying in court with her boyfriend, Nathan Wade. Lying about when their relationship started. And the date of the start of their relationship is very, very important because if they find out in court that the relationship started before she started paying Nathan Wade six hundred plus thousand dollars to persecute I'm sorry, prosecute Donald Trump, well then that could get the whole entire case taken away from Fonnie Willis and it might get the whole entire case washed out. And oh by the way, it might lead to Fonnie Willis ending up in jail. So there are new details on this, and the judge in the case today is going to be meeting with Nathan Wade's former law partner. But there was a window into what these new problems for Fonnie Willis are back when Nathan Wade was on the stand more than a week ago. One of Trump's attorneys tipped his hand, and now that tip has been fleshed out. We'll have the details on that next here on The Bruce Hooley Show. So the judge in the case of whether Fonnie Willis and her uh, highly paid boyfriend, Nathan Wade, can continue chasing after Donald Trump in the racketeering case that he tried to steal the 2020 Georgia election. The judge in that case will hear from Nathan Wade's law partner. They call it in camera today, which means in the judge's chambers, because this attorney, uh, Terrence Bradley, contends that everything he and Nathan Wade ever talked about is privileged information. Hey, how did the Braves do last night? Uh, They lost 6-2, to but don't disclose that. It's privileged information. Yeah, not everything you talk about with someone who is your attorney in another matter is privileged information, and my guess is the judge will explain that to Terrence Bradley today. But Bradley might be off the hook. He might not have to out Nathan Wade for lying on the stand about when he and Fannie Willis started uh, sleeping together, or at least uh, started dating, because that is the crux of the matter. When did they start dating? Did they start dating before Fannie Willis appointed Nathan Wade, started paying him 600 grand, started going on expensive vacations with him? If you remember the testimony, uh, Nathan Wade and Fannie Willis said, no, uh, we weren't lovers until after I hired Nathan Wade. And then we started working together and like, hey, he's kind of cute or whatever. You know, I don't know how it unfolded. But they contend 
that nothing happened until after she employed him. Now, even in that scenario, she should have disclosed this to the court, which, of course, she should she could not do because she got her job because of DEI. She didn't even know what a hostile witness was. So I'm not sure you want to go to Fonnie Willis with your uh, intricate legal questions because I don't think she knows the first thing about anything too in-depth when it comes to matters of the law. Otherwise, just me thinking out loud here, and I'm not an attorney, I just play one on the radio, if I were going to concoct this scheme of paying my boyfriend back, reimbursing him for vacations, I would have done it in a way that I could verify later on with a receipt or with a payment via Venmo or some cash app or something. No, Fonnie paid Nathan weighed in cash because her Black Panther father told her that a black woman should always have $200 cash on her in case she's out with a man, and the man acts up, and then she can get home. Just me scratching my head here. If you are out with a man on a date, and the man acts up, and he knows you have $200 cash on you, why would he not, in the course of acting up, take that cash? (laughs) None of her story makes sense. Least of which... Let's set the stage for it. Is this denial from Nathan Wade on the stand under questioning from one of Donald Trump's attorneys? Prior to November 1st of 2021, you were at the condo more than 10 times? No, sir. So it would be less than 10 times? Yes, sir. So if phone records were to reflect that you were making phone calls from the same location as the condo before November uh, 1st of 2021, and it was on multiple occasions, the phone records would be wrong? If phone records reflected that, yes, sir. They'd be wrong. They'd be wrong. Oh, they'd be wrong. Phone records would be wrong. They ping off cell towers. They're using the cell phone pinging records to uh, pretty much prove that Brian Kohlberger murdered those six Idaho college students. This is a well-accessed legal strategy to ping someone's cell phone, look at the records, tell where they were, when they were there, and they're very good with it. I have a friend who's involved in this kind of marketing. It's called uh, geofencing. You go to a football game, they can tell you're at the football game and they can pepper you with ads that play to your presumed consumer interests based upon the fact that you were at that football game. Or, hey, there's a restaurant right down the street from the football game. Game ends, you're going to be hungry. Boom! They can inundate your phone with ads. So they're very good at knowing and tracking and determining where you are based upon that phone in your pocket. So the attorney there kind of tipped his hand like, so if cell phone records show that you were at a condo that you say you weren't at, and the reason you're saying you're not there is because it would prove you and Fonnie Willis had a relationship prior to the date you said you started your relationship, those records would be wrong. And Nathan Wade goes, yes, they would be wrong. Well... This will be for the judge to decide. But do they have Nathan Wade at Fonnie Willis's apartment, condo, once, twice? Uh, no. Uh, they have him at the place uh, 35 times. They have more than 2,000 phone calls between Fonnie Willis and Nathan Wade prior to the time that She hired him as the special prosecutor in the case. Now, I mean, I get I guess you have to interview somebody, but 2000 phone calls on your personal cell phone seems like a pretty extensive interview. They also had 
12,000 interactions over an 11-month period in 2021. 12,000. That's text messages. I mean, I text my wife a lot. I text her more than I text anyone else. Not even close to 12,000. <laughs> Not even close. I mean, but if you are of an age where you you dated someone in the age of cell phones, 12,000 interactions sounds like the kind of thing that would happen while you're courting someone, while you're pursuing someone, while you're furthering a relationship with someone. They also have text messages from Nathan Wade. For instance, they have like him showing up at her house where he never was, according to him, and and her. They have her showing have him showing up at her house at like a quarter to one in the morning, leaving at four thirty in the morning, and then forty five minutes later after he gets home, texting her. Gee, what could what could that hint might have been going on? He came over for coffee, and then uh, he got home, and he texted, Hey, uh, watch out when you go to work in the morning. There's, like, construction on I-75. No, that's what two people who are dating and who, you know, use your imagination. That's how they respond to each other after they're together for a few hours. Hey, got home safe, baby doll. Now, Granted, all this mountain of evidence makes Fonnie Willis look as guilty as she is of lying. She should be disbarred. She should be jailed. He should be disbarred. He lied multiple times in interrogatories or affidavits with the court. Both of them did. But if you noticed Fonnie Willis on the stand, she was indignant that anybody would dare question her. How dare you question me? You lied in these papers. You lied. Well, they didn't lie. You lied, and you're just not used to being caught on your lie because you are the personification of the Peter Principle, where incompetent people fail up forever. And that's what DEI has done in our society, is that you can't fire someone for being incompetent, but you can't stand them in a role that they fill. And so what do you do in order not to get sued because their skin color is such, or their ethnicity is such, or their sex is such, that they can make a case that you're getting rid of them only because of their ethnicity, their skin color, their sex. You promote them. So I still don't know this guarantees the judge takes her off the case because the judge has got to deal with her. She's going to stay the prosecutor unless they disbar her, and I doubt he has the guts for that.